What's good, you guys? I'm your host, Joe, and today we're going to be shining a new light on the law of attraction. Now, I know that most of you have probably already heard some of the scientific aspects that back up the law of attraction, although today we're going to be strengthening these claims through scripture. But before we dive into this, I want to be honest with y'all. Before I began making this video, I was trying to make a series about the law of attraction, presenting my own thoughts and backing it up with my basic knowledge of science. Although halfway through it, I thought it would be pretty boring due to the fact that it felt like a 6th grade science class, which is definitely not what I'm going for. Nonetheless, if anybody feels interested in seeing that, let me know and I might just give some more thought into creating it. Okay, now let's begin. First off, I want you to know that you have a great power residing inside of you. If you are a man or woman of faith who has experienced a great relationship with God, you should know what this feels like. Immense feelings of peace, love, and security have overwhelmed you into tears. And it certainly doesn't matter how much life has bombarded you with problems, as we've experienced this power, even in our toughest times, we can still find peace. Now, the law of attraction is governed by positive and negative energy within an individual. This energy is then radiated from emotions created by thoughts and perceptions. The basic principle of the law of attraction is that whatever energy or emotions you project, you will attract energy of the like. Throughout the Bible, there are many instances where we are shown that good energy or emotions bring a good life, and bad energy brings negative thoughts, emotions, or actions that lead to destruction. As it's written in Proverbs chapter 4, verses 16 and 17, For evil people can't sleep until they've done their evil deed for the day. They can't rest until they've caused someone to stumble. They eat the food of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. As I was reading this, I couldn't help but to think of the food of wickedness and the wine of violence as the negative ill-intentioned thoughts or emotions that could plague a person's mind, which we then feed ourselves with. Although what caught my attention the most was how King Solomon put so much importance to how we use and what we allow to penetrate our heart. The widely known verse, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 reads, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. It is also reaffirmed in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Okay, so I quickly wanted to point out how crazy of a coincidence it is that both verses are chapter 4, verse 23 in their respective book. Like, what are the odds? And they both fit together so well. Okay, so by now you might be thinking, Okay, Joe, you pointed out the effects of good and bad thoughts, but this could really just be a no-brainer or even just moral or religious values, how does scripture really show us the law of attraction? This same question I brought up to myself as I first began to script this. I envisioned the words from scripture that could correlate with the law of attraction. I searched for a couple hours trying to find the verses that could accomplish this without success. So I decided to take a break. I went to church and after such a good sermon, I got the random impulse to view my Bible app. Now mind you, I hadn't opened it all day but the verse of the day was perfect and exactly what I needed. After reading this, I felt so touched. Something was moving inside of me as I felt God is with me, which some might just see it as the universe is working in their favor. Anyways, in excitement, I told my buddy Josiah since I had already posted to my Instagram story what I was scripting early that day. This moment was obviously so amazing that it was definitely worth sharing. Along with this, I tested out the waters by speaking other desires and later seeing them manifest all in the same day. Some of which I might post at the end of this video, but the others I will cover in a separate video. So be sure to subscribe and turn on post notifications so you don't miss when I release it. 
Anyways, back to the breathtaking verse of the day. I opened my Bible app to find Mark chapter 11, verse 24, in which it says, I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you received it, it will be yours. Now remember when I said that, I can imagine words from the Bible that could pertain to the law of attraction, but I just didn't know where to find it or where I've seen it. So I really believe that prayer and the law of attraction are correlated in some way. So I really feel that by me imagining the words that that would um, that would fit into the law of attraction, I really believe that I manifested it so that it would come my way. And so that I also feel like it was some sort of a prayer or some sort of um, uh, communication between me and God and God just throwing me a bone and, you know, leading me closer to what I was meant to find, which is this entire subject, which I'm talking about right now. Okay, now let me get back on track. The amazing verse of the day. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you received it, it will be yours. This verse is instrumental, and it's also the very foundation of putting the law of attraction to work in your life. To better conjure up these ties, think of this. The process in which the law of attraction takes into effect is through the thoughts and emotions that you project. It's always in effect, and we attract what we project. Another well-known verse that depicts this is Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. In Corinthians it says, But this I say, He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And Job says, Even as I have seen, those who plow iniquity and sow trouble reap the same. Now, if we were to consciously alter what we attract, this is what is widely agreed upon to do so. First, determine exactly what it is that you want. Don't waver or have misty emotions about this. Any uncertainty will cause the rest to be ineffective. Two, imagine yourself attaining this and feel the desire for it even more. Three, feel the emotions you would feel while attaining it. Step two and three help materialize a desire. Four, own it. Believe that what you desire to manifest is already on its way. 5. Respond with gratitude. As you cast your thoughts, emotions, and desires out into the universe, be thankful as if the universe has already given it to you. This should go without saying, but I'll say it anyways. The more practice you put into this, the more power and fuel you give to these thoughts so that they may manifest. Now, contrast this process with what Jesus said to his disciples. I tell you. You can pray for anything, and if you believe that you received it, it will be yours. Well, I'm no expert in prayer, but from what I know is, in order for you to pray for anything, you must first know what it is that you want. Now, remember when I said not to waver or have any missed emotions? Well, Jesus says in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe that it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. Now, did you catch that? He said we must have no doubt in the heart. Now, I know that many times when we desire for something, pray for something, we catch ourselves actually bringing negative thoughts into the equation and baggage, actual baggage that we have from the past, carrying it along with us and just weighing down the possibilities of us reinforcing this change and actually stepping up into something new. And this greatly 
greatly hinders us from going in the direction that we want and it keeps us still and we need to fix this. And lastly, you must be thankful as if the universe has already given it to you. Once again, Mark chapter 11 verse 24 reads, And if you believe that you received it, it will be yours. Guys, I don't think you understand how great it is to hear this. I just love seeing science and the Bible come hand in hand, meshed together. It's just so beautiful how they can reinforce and prove each other right. And so the law of attraction can be practiced in your faith through meditation and prayer. If you take anything away from this video, take this. There is a power in prayer, an energy that comes deep within you and is supported by your emotions and desires, starting out as vibrations inside of you and lashes out either verbally or through your external gestures and body language. Throughout this process, you create a thought, which your body and mind work together to gather up energy and attach an emotion that resonates throughout your body until it's finally released. But as I stood there in silence, not even thinking of good things, the turmoil inside me grew worse. The more I thought about it, the hotter I got, igniting a fire of words. This verse shows how much of an impact our thoughts have on our bodies and maybe eventually our actions as well. This also highlights the importance of consciously managing our thoughts. By constantly reframing them according to what God says of us and of those around us so that we may not act from our own understanding. Now before I start to close, I want to leave you with this. What you choose to see determines your reality. You have the power to change your reality by shifting your focus. Now as homework, I want you to read Lamentations chapter 3 verses 1 through 27. I want you to read it because it's denser and I want you to really take it in rather than just hearing it. As you read this, I want you to envision yourself in what is described and feel the change of emotions as the perspective changes. If you decide to do this, leave your comments down below on how the emotions changed while reading this. If you yourself have seen the law of attraction work for you in a positive way, tell me how down below. Or if you even have negative stuff that has uh, manifested in your life as well, I want to hear about that. Lastly, I want to leave you with this. In many instances, I was able to pull similarities from the Bible and relate them to the Law of Attraction. Although the Law of Attraction opens itself up to a greater mass by not demanding a sense of religion or entry into anything, as a person freely casts their desires and joyfully thanks the universe. In contrast, if seen as a Christian practice or any other religion, a person would be easily hesitant to even consider it. For example, if you were to replace thanking the universe with thanking God, Satan, Buddha, or anything else, a certain person outside that circle would easily be drawn off by the sheer thought of it. This is of course your choice. I will not be trying to force anyone into believing anything. Although what better way to receive your desires or blessings than by pouring them out to God, your creator, and the creator of all the universe. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 37 reads, who could command things to happen without the Lord's permission? I want to thank you all for watching. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you drop a like down below, share this to all your friends, and subscribe to keep up with content like this. If there's anything you want to expand on or disagree with, drop the details in the comments down below as well. And that's all for now. I hope you all have a blessed day and walk in faith.